Welcome to No Compromises, a peek into the mind of two old web devs who have seen some things. This is Joel. And this is Aaron. I started programming with edit.com. And then after that, that was a, um, a old. That's not a website. That is like no, a DOS yeah. executable. Okay. Yeah. There is exe and .com mm-hmm. files. Yeah. So I started with edit.com edit. and then I went to notepad, not notepad plus plus, just notepad. Yeah. But now we have some better tools. Uh, yeah, I suppose we, 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 we definitely do. Um, I'm getting a little nostalgic for like GW basic right now though, but mm, uh, I, yes. I will, uh, I will, I will save that for another day. Um, yeah. Like, like one tool in particular, not an editor per se, but kind of in that same uh, realm we, we've been talking about and, and really enjoying using is PHP stand. And I, I mean, I like it. My background is not purely PHP. I've done a lot of C sharp. I've dabbled even in uh, strongly typed functional languages elm aaron remember elm Mm -hmm. um and so like there there is a part of me that really likes the 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 strong typing and uh, some of the some of the guarantees it can give you and now that's that's a little newer (laughs) to to php world um and it feels a little bolted out in some cases but php stand is a really nice tool to give me some of those things i kind of miss uh from a language like c sharp but um as with all things you know there there is a balance to be had and I know there was a project recently where we were leveling up through PHP Stan, and I got to a certain point, and you're like, Joel, what are you doing to this code? Like, it was making the code mm-hmm. very unlike we would write it. Very, very hard to follow based off all the paradigms that we've developed as a team yeah. and that we've even talked about on, on this podcast. Right, right. And so, you know, one of the, one of the nice things about Laravel is there's, really convenient ways of doing things that you do all the time, like accessing data in a, a named route, for example. And, and, and there's Laristan, which helps with a lot of the magic, if you want to call it the magic things that a PHP Stan alone wouldn't detect. But, but that's even still, there are things that PHP Stan at higher levels, uh, I would say starting at level five and going up from there, that, that just don't, uh, don't gel with like, like the way we like to write Laravel code. And so um, kind of the debate we were having, I thought might be a, a fun topic for today is like, don't go too far, right? Like, like, is there a point where we just decide this level is enough or we don't care about that rule because it would force, it, the tool would essentially be dictating to us how to write the code and maybe the benefits it gives if we follow that don't outweigh the negatives of like just changing how we write code and, and keeping code the way that we think it's most maintainable. Yeah, I think there's a, a point to be had there, too, where it depends on how long that you've worked in Laravel yeah, in uh, PHP and things like that, whether you've learned the best practices mm-hmm. uh, through mistakes. <laughs> and and so I, I think that's something that we we can say we have done is learn through mistakes, yeah. um, done a lot of things wrong. And so that's how we've kind of developed our own way of doing stuff, quote, our right way, which is not the only right way. Yeah. Uh, but you have that. And, and then I like to look at those tools like PHP Stan, Laristan as an add-on. So it adds right. on to what I already know. It helps me catch when I, you know, don't do the perfect thing that I meant to do or if I've made an actual bug. I, I think it's different, though, if you consider different audiences. So if you just started maybe programming in PHP or in Laravel 
mm-hmm. you're not really familiar with all the ways that you might do something. You know, I, I see a lot of people doing that. Like they they mix up all the different ways to maybe get the current user out of the session. Yeah. Um, you yeah. know, sometimes it's the auth facade. Sometimes mm-hmm. it's the auth, you know, global function. Sometimes it's from the request. And they're all just kind of mixed up and it's hard to keep track of what's yeah. going on. And, you know, those cases, when you do something like that, PHP Stan, Laristan will start saying, I can't, I don't know who this is, or this could be a nullable object. Mm-hmm. And when you start to see that, it's kind of hinting to you that uh, the tools lost track of where you're at. Right. And so probably an- another developer could too, yeah. or, yeah. or at least it's going to require a lot more thinking on their part than maybe getting it once and using it throughout the process. Yeah, I mean, that, that's a good point because skill level and experience level, I think, apply. And, and let's be honest, if you've ever used PHP stand, some of the errors are a little like computer science-y. You know, like this type is controvariant mm-hmm. with that type. I'm like, what What just happened? And I mean, the, the docs <laughs> are nice and, and there's articles. In fact, I like how a lot of the errors now you can actually link to an article on mm-hmm. PHP stand that tells you like what's actually happening. But yeah, that, that could that could really throw somebody off if if they're like, you know what, you're new to PHP, you're new to Laravel, we're going to start you out at uh, PHP stand level nine, and let's just see how you do. <laughs> like that that would not be a fun time that, for sure. Um, right. And and again, I just want to make sure it's clear. I love PHP stand. Like it has actually caught bugs when I was leveling mm-hmm. up in this particular project we're, we're thinking about. It it found a couple legitimate bugs in the code. And I'm like. Wow, that was that Joe that, was, that, that Joe wrote and um, not me. I do, I want to go look now, but I don't remember it, so I can't. <laughs> yeah, I, would, I no, can't defend caught, myself. But you caught one of mine. That's that's why I threw that out there. I was oh. like, I yeah, you were fixing it. You're like, well, PHP stand found or Larry stand found this, and I was like, but I was just complaining yesterday about Joe messing stuff up, <laughs> and, that, and now I have to be a little eat a little humble pie here. Yeah. So I so I guess maybe the 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 point I'm trying to make through all of this is. Tool good, benefits good, but don't go too far with it. And so I, maybe maybe one or two tangible examples would, would help to demonstrate this point. So so in we like form requests, we like validation. And a lot of times a form request, you might need to get something out of the route, like the user or mm-hmm. that's, you know, this was an API where the user was the user ID was part of the URL. And so you, the you client, get that, you know, sure. or the yeah. author, you're editing something of theirs. Yeah, order ID, whatever, right? And so you this arrow route user or order or client, super handy, right? And in and, and some of these rules, we only use it in one place. So it just be kind of inlined into the rule definition. And PHP stand doesn't like that because this route, I think, returns like string or null or object or null. I can't I can't remember, but it's it's definitely not returning a user model or a client well, model you should be clarify it uh, it returns whatever right, uh, right. doc the doc um of at return the php doc yep. says string or null or whatever right right and, and that's stuff that's in laravel framework and so um you know it, it is what it is but um so i think the first thing i did and maybe this was what even triggered this conversation is it's like all right i i extracted it out of the rule definition and i just made it i captured it in a variable and then you can add to make PHP stand happy. I could add a var doc block right above it saying, nope, this this is definitely a user. Like we knew it was because we had middleware in place. Like you couldn't get to this point if, if it didn't exist. Mm-hmm. Um, and you're like, Joel, why are you doing that? Like, wh- why are you making the code worse 
you know, less more verbose, less readable, just kind of more robotic. I don't know if that's a, a good way of describing it. Oh, because PHP Stan didn't like it. And, and so we had a whole debate about that. What we ended up doing, which I think was a pretty nice compromise, is we wrote our own route helper, which was just a thin wrapper around what, maybe the five or six different named routes that we we needed access to that just returned the right type. And so we could still inline it. It was still extremely readable. In fact, it maybe was even a little more readable. And I thought it, I thought it was a good compromise. Well, and, and just to make it clear, it was because, you know, a, a single at var mm-hmm. you know php doc i love doing that too i do that all the time but this one was like nested in a folder that was in a certain yeah. context right and we, we we knew that we'd always get the user and so yeah. why why should you have to do that that doc each time if yeah. you know that like every single form request you're going to use the user as mm-hmm. well as maybe other stuff then you can put that helper on there and when that one just has a return type of user then you don't have to do those those vars but yeah it, 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 we don't want to go you know too um complicated to make a helper for every single time we use something no. once <laughs> no, that's right yeah please like uh that, that that's a good clarification in fact aaron likes the the var doc box so much i think you have a tattoo of that don't you or no maybe <laughs> that would be a very nerdy tattoo all right um w- one other example i'll throw out there because i think this also demonstrates something too where it's there's an alternative to changing your code for the tool. And that is like just knowing how the tool works and what mm-hmm. what levers it gets it gives you to adapt it to your code base. So for example, um, in Laravel, like I, I think this one we were using sort of the built-in auth stuff you get. Is it Breeze? I, I can't remember what the, the current name for it, but where it just scaffolds some routes for you. So so those that scaffolded auth uses things like the authenticatable interface or the verifies mm-hmm. email trait. And those things are users, like they, they are the user model, but they're not type hinted that way. And so PHP stand, like we would be using in the password reset flow, this user or how, however it, it comes back in. Mm-hmm. And it's like, no, that's not a user. You can't call a method on that. And so in this case, um, we, we could have used a var, uh, doc block, that's fine. We we do that again. <laughs> we like that. But I, I tried a different approach here, knowing how PHP stand works. And you can actually create your own stubs. And so a stub is basically just like a, a dummy file that has a PHP class definition in it or a trait definition. And then you can add your own type hints to it. And it sort of layers it on top of the type hints in, for example, the Laravel framework, authenticatable trait. And that's that's actually how Laristan works. It's it's a big you know series of stubs. And mm-hmm. so in this case, we just wrote like two pretty simple stubs. I think you know each one was like ten lines of code, um, and that solved the problem that way too. So that that's another thing is like maybe you don't have to change your code. Maybe you just have to know how the tool works, and you can extend it or tweak it slightly to to give you the result you want. Right, right. And we like three, so I'm going to give you one more example, Aaron. I think a good third one to round this out would be the whole sort of back and forth we saw in the framework of the controller types um well not in the framework but in the 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 project where the newest version of the project skeleton had the return types um added specifically to the controllers that were in Mm -hmm. there and there there was some some discussion about like removing them and then now they're gone again (laughs) um and i i remember that i was i was a pretty big fan of having them everywhere i i said you know Let's have return types everywhere. Yeah. Yeah. And so I was like, I don't understand why everyone's complaining, but okay. And so then I started doing it to some of our projects 
And I, I definitely, I definitely remember this too. There was like something I wrote that had a return type that something happened that it was the wrong return type. I think it was like a mm-hmm. JSON request and whatnot, yeah. And, yeah. you know, one of those things. So I just didn't have all the return types on that. And, and you weren't doing any of the return types either. And you just said, why would we do that? Yeah. yeah. And I'll explain my thinking there because here again, Laravel is so flexible. There's like, I don't know, seven, eight different types of objects you can return from or a just controller strings action. or null. Yeah, string, and a, a PHP array, you know, whatever. Um, and that's that's really nice. And so once you type hint it to something, you're limited. Now you can always change it or you can do like a giant union type. It could be one of these six things, which I think is also not really nice to look at. Mm-hmm. But it, in my mind, it was almost like writing a unit test for function within the Laravel framework, right? So it was like, we're, we're, we're adding types to a method that the only thing that's gonna call this method is the framework. Like when the framework right. is resolving the route and it's, it's instantiating the controller and it's executing the action, like it's the only thing that's calling that. We're, we're mm-hmm. not calling those methods ourselves. You know, if, if it was, and, and like to, to, to jump on that, the, if it was a protected method in the controller that was maybe shared by two different actions, like we would put a return type on that, you know, like a check that returns a bool or an array of data or something. But the actual controller actions, like Laravel doesn't need that type. It knows how to handle it. It's certainly not a bug it's catching. It really was just noise at that point. And so we made the decision, anything the controller or the, the framework itself is using, don't add a return type, you know? So I think like controller actions for sure middleware was that another one i, I don't remember exactly yeah i, I think so it. i mean there isn't such a as joel likes rules i love rules. Um, there isn't there isn't such a standard like because for yeah. example the rules method of the form request we true um return arrays on there Array, so yeah um yeah. but what it was just like what does this actually give us and what does it uh confirm yeah. and is it the only way of doing something and yeah to be honest i still didn't agree for a long time and then all of a sudden <laughs> like it made sense to me like okay, I get it, and then then I then it was just hard to be like, well, I was wrong. I don't, I don't want to admit <laughs> this, this. Might be the first time I'm hearing this, Aaron. So I go on about that. I like. I, I didn't what. <laughs> I talked about my kids before, and some of the interesting things they say. It's some of them kind of make me think, like, where did that come from, or what even made them think of that? The other day. Um, my son has this thing he does where he kind of comes up with weird opposites of things. And so I'm going to give you one example. Okay. And he's like, dad, does the existence of silly putty imply that somewhere there's serious putty? And <laughs> so it, just for context, like this was in a car ride, just randomly, he drops this question on me. I'm like, uh, what are you talking about? But then his brother says, uh yeah, it's called C4. <laughs> Some of the projects I'm working on, I get a little stuck. I don't know kind of what to do. So I reach out to Joel and I say, hey, can you help me? And if you don't have a Joel, we can help you. Go to masteringlaravel.io. Need help? Get unstuck. It's a service we offer and we'd love to help you get unstuck. <laughs> <laughs>